Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Shreya with us, who's the Content Marketing Executive at Wolfgang Digital. Shreya, how are you doing? I'm very good, thanks. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for being on the show. Shereya, we always start off the same. Could I ask you to tell our audience a little bit about yourself, please? Of course. Um, currently, I'm working as a content marketing executive at Wolfgang Digital. Um, and just a bit of background on them. They're a digital marketing agency um, heavily focused on performance based out of Dublin. And a lot of what my role involves is kind of leading and implementing SEO-focused content marketing strategies for our clients. So that's where I'm at. I've been working here for about a year now and absolutely having a hoot. Um, Apart from that, uh, I have a weird background in that I'm actually a literature graduate and I moved to Ireland about five years ago to do a master's in literature. And I think that's when I realized that I had a knack for marketing because a degree in literature is one of the most unappealing (laughs) things to sell to an employer. Um, And so I had to quickly learn how to market myself and tell my story. Um, And then I went on to do an MBA specialized in marketing. But aside from the education, I've been in the industry for the last five or six years. Um, and my core strength lies in content creation. So it's the written word, uh, creating blogs and other forms of content. And I would have worked with a range of not only businesses, but across industries. So I've worked with startups, but also large enterprises. And now I'm here in Wolfgang. Brilliant. And so would you say your main strength is still SEO or are you more comfortable in some other areas in digital? Well, definitely content that's more SEO focused. That would definitely be my strength. Um, And I think I do kind of specialize in the complete life cycle of content. So whether that's, uh, you know, starting from strategy, researching the creation of the content distribution and then finally obviously um, monitoring how it's performing and then testing against what's working what's not working and then kind of going back uh, to the drawing board brilliant and um, can you tell me uh, just an example without kind of going into details of the business but is there any kind of campaign work you were really proud of in your maybe in your previous roles as well. Uh, Just an example of something you might have done, maybe a keyword you ranked for or something or some content that you built out that was really impressive. Yes, um, I, I... I am actually very lucky to be able to work across different industries in my current role. And I think a lot of fellow marketers in agencies would agree with that. You just get that wide range of exposure. And so one of my clients, um, they're in a very niche industry. And, um, you know, and I think you might have come across this and many others. It's very difficult sometimes to get buy-in for content because they just don't trust in the potential because digital just as a marketing channel is just so new 
and so businesses that have more sort of like an older or more conventional model it's very difficult to get buy-in from stakeholders but we started work with them and we slowly published content and we focused on one key area of services that they were providing and um, I think within the next six months we saw their content not only ranking on the first page but getting featured snippets and oh my is that the best thing ever for a content marketer when you can go back and tell your clients look it's the first thing on the page when you search for that keyword and it's your brand over there and it's so so important especially for b2b businesses because you might not be getting a lot of traffic but just having your visibility on the first page for really high intent keywords is just precious yeah uh, there is no better feeling and uh in terms of your tracking and growth of keywords is that something that you do you have a software that you use how do you go about uh reporting your results when you work with people uh reporting actually is very integral to what we do uh in wolfgang because i think communication is key it's not just communicating with the client on you know a day-to-day basis but communicating the results of the work that we're putting in and so the way we go about tracking content is obviously we have a multitude of tools that we use to kind of look at how the content is doing so for example before we even even create the content we know exactly which keyword we're trying to optimize for and then we'll use um, tools like seo monitor and such to keep an eye on those kind of batch of keywords and see how they're kind of trending during the month and then even in the following months and so we have other tools as well but at the end of the month then we'll kind of draw up the different metrics, whether it's traffic, engagement, or whether it's even conversions. And we'll kind of give a roundup of how a particular piece or like the whole blog is performing in general, the health of the blog, if we've had any wins as well. So I think it's just an overall view, but it also kind of depends on what the priority KPI is for the client. So if they want, if if they want to drive traffic, then obviously we're looking at organic traffic and how the traffic is engaging. But if a client wants to drive leads, then obviously that's our primary goal and we report heavily on that. Brilliant, brilliant. And uh, is there any other softwares you use that really enhances your role in general? Oh, absolutely. There's, I think our job as content marketers or my job at least is made easy or rather i'd say augmented by these tools that are out there i'm so thankful for them and but there are so many things that i'll use so for example semrush absolutely adore it and ahrefs for keyword research semrush especially has a lot of features um that people might not not that they wouldn't know about it but they might not be using it you can actually uh, use it to kind of skim the serp the first 10 results of a particular keywords and see what semantically related keywords are the top results actually using and then you can kind of try and outperform that content and um, you can see what's the range of word count that the top 10 results are within and then you can kind of strategically decide 
where your content should place. And then obviously we also use BuzzSumo and other tools like Answer the Public to research content ideas. And then Google Analytics is obviously gold for tracking. We're obviously moving into GA4 with the universal analytics being sunsetted next year. Uh, But yes, there are other smaller tools that we use to innovate our internal processes, not so much as kind of on the actual creation or distribution side. Uh, But at the same time, with tools, one has to always remember that uh, there is an AI or a machine learning algorithm running it and collecting data. So it's not 100% accurate. So sometimes that kind of objectivity is required, especially say if you're deciding on keywords based on search volumes, you'll realize that um, figures from one tool to the other might differ. Uh, So you kind of have to make that strategic and objective decision as to what to go for. What a brilliant answer. And away from your current strengths is there any particular areas that you're looking to upskill into and why um that's a great question i i'm actually in the middle of doing it and so again thankful to wolfgang for giving me the opportunity because so within our agency we have specialized teams for each area of digital marketing so we'll have a specialized team for just seo content a specialized team for paid social and so on and so we have a specialized email team as well and so i'm expanding into email and i think it's a very natural progression for me Uh, especially with the phasing out of, you know, third-party cookies and the iOS update. um, It's just become important. And while, you know, the increasing importance of user privacy as a normal person, I'm like, yay. But as a marketer, it kind of terrifies me because you're losing so much data. Uh, You're losing, you know, the potential to kind of retarget audiences. And so I think it's become crucial to collect and use first party data which i think a lot of businesses are starting to do and i think email is the best way to do it and for me to have a specialty both in content and email is the best way to go forward because i can use content gated content to collect data and then use email to actually leverage the first party data and build that relationship with the audience and then kind of connect with them at the right time because that's what marketing is really about so i'm just starting out i would consider myself um an infant in a matter of speaking when it comes to all things email um i've started using different platforms like sharespring zoho and clavio uh, because of course all our clients are on different platforms so i'm learning how to build workflows and automations so exciting stuff i'm really looking forward to what comes off it that's really interesting and yeah it's great to see where you're upskilling and you're you're already part of that process uh, looking at the digital industry as a whole is there anything that really excites you that might be coming down the line technology wise um not well this is well my answer would be not focused towards the technology but technology is a part of it so i'm actually excited to see in the next five and ten years where the nativity of the audience lies by which i mean where 
different audiences are going to live because consumer behavior and interests are changing so much at the moment and it's become so very ambiguous for example five years ago you kind of could tell that TikTok was a really young channel and, you know, you could probably find Gen Z on it, not maybe the older ones. But now, fast forward to 2022, I have, I know 60-year-olds telling me that they spend most of their time on TikToks. And that kind of, you know, the demographics are just shifting and you just don't know where your audience lives anymore. And I think a key part of at least content marketing is to know where your audience is so that you can actually communicate with them on that platform or uh, wherever it is that they consume content. And I think it would be really interesting to see how marketers kind of combat that. Yeah, really, really good insight. Yeah. Um, and do you, do you have any plans to how you can approach that personally i am a big believer of repurposing content i feel i do i i've observed in the wider industry sometimes a piece of content is created and then it's just in the one format but there's just so much potential the returns on one piece of content can be massive if used properly so i think to combat such a thing as where you don't really know where your audience is native to. I think multimedia content is the way to go forward because if you say, if you have a long form blog and then you supplement it with say an infographic, which can then be used on your organic social. And then you have say a two minute video, which can be chopped and used as a reel on say TikTok, or even can be kind of repurposed as an ad on other platforms. I think you're covering all your bases because you just never know where your audience is going to be, but you need to kind of cover all the touch points. You speak to them in a language that they prefer and you're not coercing them to consume just one type of content. And then you're maximizing the value that you're getting out of your content. And you're also kind of personalizing it as well. And I think personalization is key in today's world. Nobody wants to feel like they're one in the herd and there's a general piece of communication going out. Everybody wants to feel like they're having a one-on-one conversation with the brand. And I think that's the way to go forward. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant answer. And lastly, we always ask the same question on the show, which is if you could bottle up one personality trait you have yourself, that you could pass on to others, what would it be? Um, What I would like to pass on, and not just, say, for marketers, but this is for anyone who's ever experienced or experiences imposter syndrome, um, this will be it. So I do remember, I'll share an anecdote, I do remember being in my first year of undergrad, and I think I had a situation where I just had a setback and I was just all frazzled and I remember one of my professors saying to me if you think you're a zero that's okay because that's a great place to start from and I think that's stuck through the years and it still rings so true and I think it's important to combat this debilitating feeling and I know so many people feel it regardless of where they are in their career and I think it's 
important to tackle this with a growth mindset. And I know it's easy to say it and more difficult to do, but it's just a small exercise. Say, for example, you don't know something in your field which you think you should have. Instead of thinking, oh my God, I don't know this. Everybody's going to find out. And then then they're going to think I'm a fraud. Why not think, I don't know this, but I believe in my capabilities to learn this quickly and cover that learning gap. And I think this is something so small that has helped me over the past few years to kind of overcome that feeling of just not being good enough, even though I know I am. And it's so easy to kind of put aside all the great things you've achieved and just fixate on that one feeling. But I think having that, you know, just working on inculcating a growth mindset can be crucial in how one comes to approach situations as well as setbacks. What a wonderful answer and what a wonderful way to end the show. Thank you so much for being interviewed. I'm sure anyone listening, if you have any queries, please reach out. And yeah, first and foremost, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. <laughs>